So I'm not the smartest person growing up in school. Um, when I was in the sixth grade, I started cheating. I started cheating, and uh, in the sixth grade, how it first started was uh, I found a friend in the classroom. And I know back then we used to do, um, remember spelling tests? I never studied for the spelling test. And so I would say to my friend, okay, give me an 8 out of 10. What do you want, a 9 out of 10? And because the teacher wouldn't know, we would change the answers. And I would do that. And then I did that for English. I did that for math. And then when I got to grade 7, I did that. I still, I, I, I had, I, the teacher would leave. Oh, this is so, I can't believe I'm talking. I would take the answer keys. I know. All of us, actually, it was a bunch of us who would take the answer keys. And we were passing all these tests. Got to grade eight. <laughs> grade eight, this girl knew nothing. Like, I, the crazy thing, you have all these A's, but you know nothing. And it was crazy. I had all the answers. Um, and finally, in the eighth grade, my teacher, I finally had a moment. I said, I got to be honest with you. I don't know anything. I've been cheating for the last three years. I, don't, I did not know the simple things in English because I didn't study. I didn't know fractions. I didn't know anything. When I got to high school, oh, I'm going to tell myself more. Listen. So Deacon Kimberly and I have, I've known Deacon Kimberly since I was five years old. And she's one grade ahead of me. <laughs> she took a class called Calculus, so hard. I said, girl, let me buy off your notes. So for $100, <laughs> I bought her all her, she kept all the organized, all her assignments. And so, listen, I was getting 100% all my assignments. When I took the test, I was getting 80% on the, um, on the test. And clearly, the teacher's like, there's something not adding up here. I'm like, yeah. Um, don't don't tell you exactly what I've been doing, but I don't know what I'm doing. And so, actually, the teacher was very gracious. She, like, winked at me, and she passed me for that class. Um, but... Something I just want to share that, you know, talking about God's word and the main scripture I'm going to use is Psalms 119, 105. And it says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And I think a lot of us are not using our lamp, not using our words because um, we don't know God's word. And what's so important is, um, important is to know our ABCs because a, you know, knowing your ABCs is the, um, the foundational thing so you can know how to read, how to write, and even how to listen. But many of us are misusing um, language because we do not know our ABCs. We don't know how to articulate things because we have not been learning. And the word illiterate means the term is generally considered to speak about people who are either uneducated, unable to read and write, or who can read and write but are considered to be below the level of ability of its function in particular society. And I think that's a lot of us in our Christian faith. When it comes to the Bible, some of us are illiterate. Not that we don't know how to read the word, but we're not as knowledgeable in the word because we don't know our ABCs. And I want to come to you and let you know that when I think about my ABCs that I found in Christ, I've learned that God is A, awesome. B, he's a builder. C, he's compassionate. D, he's dependable. E, he's eternal. He's faithful. He's good. He's holy. He's, impar he's impartial. He's just. He's kind. He's love. M, he's a mind regulator. Come on. My God can regulate minds. And N, he's near. 
Oh, he's omnipotent, patient, he's quickens, he's a refuge, he's sovereign, he's trustworthy, he's unchanging, he's victorious. Yeah. Double he is wonderful. Yeah. And ex, 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 extros means Greek for Christ and why he's yearning for us. And see, we serve a God that is zealous. I know my ABCs. Next time, won't you sing with me? Yeah. When you know your ABCs in Christ, the fundamentals you can share with other people. And I think I would propose that a lot of us do not share and evangelize because we do not know our fundamentals in Christ. We're too nervous. We don't feel confident because we don't know our Christ and we do not know our Bibles. And when we're saying, I don't do that thing. We're really saying, I have not put the work in because the word of God is available to us. We're in a country that it's free. That we can speak God's word freely. I've been to the Middle East when people are hiding. They're getting baptized in the back. But we live in a country that is free and we will not even open our easy app. It's so easily accessible to us. Because we're scared to study, to put the effort in the work. Because you know what? I'm going to say it plain. We are lazy. We are distracted by the world. And so I, 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 I come to you saying, take a moment to go back, and it's okay, no shame in the game. Go back to learn the ABCs. Go back to God's word, or even listening to God's word. Again, the word says in Psalms 119, 105, it says, your word is a lamp to my feet. God's word is a lamp. It, it illuminates things that you can see that you can't see in yourself. One of my points this morning is a lack of feasting on God's word leads to a self-induced famines. A lack of feasting on God's word leads to self-induced famines. There is a famine in your spiritual life because you're not feasting on God's word. You're starving, but the fridge is full. You're hungry, but you won't get out the bed. You know those days where you're hungry, but you don't want to get up? And so a lot of us, we're so, we don't even want to cook the meal, so we'll just call it Uber. We'll just put that podcast on. And listen, we, I, I'm no, no, no hate to podcast, but listen, podcast is like secondhand smoke. You're not getting directly from the man of God or not directly from God's word. And we have access to the Bible. Podcasts, um, journals, vlogs, whatever, those are accoutrements, accessories to God's word. It's not God's word. And so some of you are hungry because you're not willing to go downstairs or willing to open, crack open the Bible to read what God, God, what I love about God, because he's all-knowing. He's ever-present. When you wake up, he's waiting for you with a word. You can go to bed and you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but he's waiting for a word for you. Just open his book. Open his book. Listen, I have three children in my house, and they always are hungry. Drives me, especially summer break, my word. They're hungry, and I'm like, why are you so hungry? You just ate. Literally, an hour later, I'm hungry, mom. I'm hungry, mom. But what I was starting to realize, the reason why they were so hungry all the time, because they were eating junk. 
and it was not nourishing their bodies. And what's happening is when you eat a lot of sugar, your blood level is not leveled out. You need some protein to level that thing out. And a lot of us are hungry for God's word. We're hungry, but we're eating the wrong things. Our diet is wrong. And so you're like, why do I want more of God? Why am I so hungry? I keep reading the podcast. I keep scrolling through Instagram, but I'm still hungry because you're eating junk. You're full of junk. And some of us are bloated. So, some of us are bloated, so it gives the appearance that we're full. Gives the appearance, oh, I'm good. But you're just bloated. You're just bloated. And I do not want to have the form of godliness. I want the pure thing of God, his righteousness. And I feel God's moving all of us into a season before we're getting to 2024 is take off the makeup, take off the mask, be your authentic self, which means when you get uncovered, people might, you not might be as deep as you thought you were. And be okay to start a little bit back where you thought, because listen, so many people are posing that they're more successful than they're really, they're, where they're not. And a lot of us are posing because you know what? We're too scared to show the people where we started from. We want to show people the glory days. Oh, look at what I've done. You know my business? Rem- Listen, I remember. I remember the days at Surf City when we had 30 people just showing up. That's right. 30 people showing up faithfully every week. When then the, I think the lowest Sunday we had was 34 people. And our offering was $230. Never forget that Sunday. But Pastor Angela and I have made a commitment. We will not fake. We will not embellish where God's call us to. You know why? Because we want to give God the true glory when it comes at the right time. And so what's happening? People are posing. And so when you finally get there, people don't want to give you or even acknowledge because I thought you were already there. No, man. Actually, I wasn't really there. We're just posing. And then you cannot give God the glory because you gave him fake glory. And then you're feeling like, oh, my God, they don't recognize me because we thought you were already there. You were not honest where you were at. It's so important to be really, it's okay. You might not be, listen, Pastor Andrew is a walking Bible. I cannot compare to him. And that kept me bound for three years of comparison because my man can preach. My man can know scriptures, but I wasn't there because you know why I wasn't there? Because I didn't invest my time. I saw my husband laying on the ground. I saw my husband read faithfully his Bible every single time. I saw my husband memorizing the scripture. But I was not willing to spend the time. Because you know what it is? It's the wrestle. I get antsy. Even preparing a message. Man, I'm like, Lord, this is hard work because I'm wrestling. I don't want to wait to hear from God. I'm like, just give me the word, Lord, please. Just drop it in my lap. I don't want to have to search the dictionary or I I just want to, Lord, give me a word, please, for the people. Listen, true story. I walked to Dick and Sean. Could we do praise and worship at my message today? Because I was tired. I'm like, Lord, but I'm learning. I've committed this year that I'm going to sit in the wrestling. I'm going to wrestle until God gives me the word. I'm going to wrestle until he gives me the revelation. I'm going to wrestle. 
until he shows me what he wants me to know. And so some nights I had to churn down the plate. I had to churn down, ooh, my TV. And sometimes I had to rise up early in the morning before my family got up when I was, God, I'm tired. But I have a word for you. And at that time, my house is quiet. That's when I want to speak to you. But are you willing to get up? Are you willing to go the extra mile? You know, another thing is, hearing God's voice gives you access to the hidden things. The word of God is the cheat code, guys. It is the cheat code. Jeremiah 33.3 3 says, call to me and I will answer you. And will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. God has treasured, laid up in the word of God for you. That he wants you to dig and find it. When you look for gold, you got to dig. It just does not appear. Oh, gold. You got to dig the well. And God's word's filled with so many jewels in it. But are you willing to pick up the shovel to dig? Get yourself dirty in God's word. Labor in the word. Look, Lord, I don't understand that. Okay, if you don't understand that, maybe I need to get a lexicon. Maybe I have to, you know... Google my Bible dictionary. But a lot of us just wants to like think we just know it. We're just smart. And oh, that's what the Bible says. Facebook. No, we got to maybe dig a little bit deeper. Maybe we need some tools. You know, some of us are complaining about God is, some of us are complaining about a silent God while our Bibles are closed. It's like complaining about not getting a text message when your phone is off. God, I can't hear you, but your Bible is closed. That's what's happening. God, I keep going back. God is waiting for you to open. It's filled with messages for you, promises. But we're complaining. God, I don't hear you. What am I doing? No, it's simple. Open the book. Turn on the app. What if we began to treat our Bibles the way we treat our cell phones? Carried it everywhere. You know, like, when I, I'm at home, when we leave the house, I'm, to my husband, I'm like, you have keys, you have, you have your wallet. How about, like, do I have my Bible? I, 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 oh, a lot of us keep Bibles on our phone, but there's something about reading the, the, the thing, the flesh of the Bible. I think we, some of us have to go back to it because we're doing, we're like, oh, yeah, I have the Bible app. But some of us are getting distracted. Listen, I've been on the Bible app, and then, then a notification comes. Oh, ooh. And I click on that, and then I get out of the Bible app, and then I'm on another place. And sometimes we have to quiet our minds and go back to the Word of God and get the physical Bible. What if we use the Bible, and we use it for emergencies? Lord, I don't know my mind. I'm just tired. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. Go to God's Word. This week, someone actually texted me, like, you know what? I'm overwhelmed. Can you pray for me? And then I was thinking, you know what? Right now, I don't have a word in myself. I'm going to pray scriptures. And there's power in that. You don't have to be deep. A lot of us, like, I don't know how to pray. I'm not deep. Open up God's scriptures and read the scriptures as your prayer. Amen. And then God will do something in you. He'll brew something. And you'll get to learn God's scriptures in that. And so I submit to you, start doing more scrolling in God's word than scrolling on your phone. I'm telling you, I'm, about to, I'm going to put out the, I'm putting, I'm going on a fast in December. I just need it. I'm going to be honest. I am, I am inundated with so many messages between WhatsApp, 
Facebook, DMs, all these accounts. I'm overwhelmed with messages. And I want to get into a season of quietness. I want to get into a season that I want to chase slow. And even though it's so hard, it's so tempting to go into the apps and just see what people's doing in their lives, even though I don't know them. Oh, they're on vacation. Like, I just want to know. <laughs> I want to know what's going on in people's lives. I'm a little nosy. I'm going to put it out there. Hey. No perfect people love. But I think God wants to, I, I need God, I need to be quieted. And I want to take that opportunity in December to take a moment just to reflect and do less scrolling and just change it. I want to get back into my physical Bible because I, I was using the app and I, it's good. But the notifications are, and they, they know when you're on your phone, okay? They know when you're on your phone, right? Even You know when you're reading the Bible and you're hungry, you're like, oh yeah, Uber Eats, 30% off. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I should probably get Uber for, each, for, uh, for breakfast. <laughs> they just know. And it's so funny. They, whatever they, whatever in the internet world, <laughs> who they are, I feel like they know our habits more than we know our own habits. And I don't no longer want them controlling the narrative or pulling me to me to something. I want to be like, I'm going to stand here. I'm going to set myself. I'm going to read my Bible at this time. I'm going to go to eat at at my kitchen with this food. And you're not going to suggest things. Because there's a lot of things getting suggested to us. We don't get fed if we don't read our Bibles. And there was an old song when I was a little kid. They used to sing this song. Will I sing it? Mm, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> but I will. I will say the. I will say the. I will sing the lyrics. I will read the lyrics. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, no, you guys won't come back. <laughs> and this is this is the other thing. This is the other thing. True story. I'm horrible at lyrics. Like. Absolutely horrible lyrics. Absolutely horrible. But that's just why I love the liturgy at church. It gives us words to articulate things when we don't know how to articulate things about God's word, about what we believe. A lot of times people say, I know what I believe, but we actually don't know how to explain to the other person what we actually believe. So when we do the Nicene Creed, it gives us language. It's our ABCs in our Christian faith. And so the song when I was a little kid, we used to say, (laughs) we used to sing is... Um, read your, sorry, read, cause I'm singing it in my head, but I'm trying to say, I'm trying to say it to you. Read your Bibles, pray every day, pray every day, pray every day, read your Bibles, pray every day, and you'll grow, grow, grow. Such a simple song, but it's so profound. Read your Bible every day and you will grow, grow, grow. So important. And lastly, I'm going to leave with some just practical ways to improve your vocabulary in your spiritual life. Read. Read a lot. In the natural, when we're learning the English language or our vocabulary, kids learn by reading. The more they read repetition, the more they learn their vocabulary. That's the same with us. The more we read God's word, the more we'll learn. The more you'll recognize. Listen, some people think Pastor Andrew's messages are deep, or people are not deep. They're simple people. But a lot of times when you start learning God's, start learning God's word, you'll start seeing some undertones of some deep theology. Amen. But you don't see it because you don't know God's word. Because it's hidden in there. But So when you start reading, you start learning, oh, that's what he's actually saying. He's talking about that. And so read, your, read a lot, too. Use a Bible dictionary. 
Learn up some words that, you know, hisai, titsai, I don't know those words. Whatever, when you read God's word, it's okay if you don't know the words. Look it up, though. Get a, a Bible dictionary. And memorize scripture. Psalms 119 says, Thy word that I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. A lot of us are sinning because we don't know God's word. It's not in our hearts. That the Holy Spirit cannot bring to our remembrance what's not there. But yet you know the lyrics of every like top 10 song. So I encourage you, memorize God's scripture. It's like medicine to the soul. It will lead you out of dark places as it says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So memorize his scriptures. And listen, get into some good worship music. Let me tell you, worship in the car, listen. It's so good. It's stupid good. Listen. There's just something when I get in the car with no kids and I just crank it up, I'm like, oh my God. God just start working, and I start learning and meditating on the, the lyrics on those songs. And if the, some of these lyrics are based on God's word, and so you don't even realize the word of God is in you already through these songs. And kids learn songs easily about, um, about ABCs through a song, and that's how our brain works. And so take a moment. Maybe you need to change what you've been listening to, your appetite, and plug in some worship music, whatever genre of music you like. But that can really increase your spiritual vocabulary. So I call you guys to come back to read your Bible. I called you to read the physical Bible. I called you to not get distracted. And listen, don't let anyone shame you that you don't know your scriptures. Start wherever you're at. Start wherever you're at. If you like that message, give God a praise this morning. I just want to make a call to salvation at this moment and so I don't know if you have not put trust and faith in Christ but we serve a God that loves you so much he loved you so much that he put himself on a cross to die for you and so at this moment you can repent turn away from your ways acknowledge your sin and then believe in that he died on the cross and he rose and we put faith in Christ then after that when you want to put a ring on it as we say at Surf City get baptized here at Surf City, we believe in full immersion in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And now that maybe so I've already been baptized, but I want to come back to Christ. I've been falling away in the world. I've been falling away with my thoughts. But this is a moment that you can come back to him. And that, that you can come back to him. And so at this moment, let's take a moment to pray. God, we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for loving us. We thank you for being faithful. I thank you for what you're doing, Lord. God, I ask, Lord, this morning that you will call us to back to your word. Call us to be faithful to you. Call us to what you want. We want to hear your voice, Lord. So, God, I pray that this week, if it's been a long time, we'll blow off the dust off our Bible, but we will open it, Lord. God, I'm asking this week that you have a, a special word for each individual person in this place and online that, that they need to hear. We thank you for being our God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Come on, church.
And so if anyone made a decision this morning, you can fill out one of our connection cards at servecity.ca slash connection. We want to connect with you or you want to get baptized or you want to just give your life to the Lord. We, there'll be someone that will connect with you because that is something we want to do and make sure that you feel connected at Surf City.